0: You know, I hate to be, I hate to be predictable here, but believe it or not, I am not on board for Yang Gang 2020. Now, Andrew Yang, you know, is the Democrat, oh, excuse me, the entrepreneurial Democratic candidate whose plan for America is to guarantee free money to everyone, free, every month. If you're over 18, you just get a thousand bucks a month. I mean, what's not to love about that? Cost the country $3 trillion a year. Meh, meh right? It's called UBI. Not to be confused, of course, with a UTI, but I mean, probably just as pleasant. And what it is, is a universal basic income. And I got to say, I'm just a little skeptical of it. Just a little. I mean, it's not that that I don't want free money. I, I mean, who doesn't want free money? It's not that I don't want a thousand extra bucks a month. It's just, would I really be getting a thousand extra bucks or would it just be the bums? All right, because I already pay a lot more than a thousand bucks in taxes a month. So I wouldn't be getting anybody's free money. You wouldn't be getting anybody's free money. No, it would be free money for those unable and unwilling to work as the democrats love to say it would be free money for those who don't want to work and for those who don't pay taxes but it would not be free money for the hardworking taxpayers who do no they would still be paying for it and holding the bag so that this brilliant yang character could pay for this stupid universal basic income in other words just like every other redistributionist farce Andrew Yang's plan for a UBI is just another piece of socialist garbage that fits perfectly in the Democratic trash bin of ideas.
1: Hello, I'm Andrew Yang. And I'm running for president as a Democrat in 2020. Well, hello,
0: Andrew Yang. We don't vote for Democrats. So, I mean, that could, be, that could be the end of the show right here. I know some of you are like, well, you know, sometimes you actually have to consider the Democrats because they have some good ideas. Nope. Nope. I mean, I guess, I guess that makes me a partisan hack, right? Too bad. By the way, folks, welcome to the White House Brief with me, your partisan hack and humble correspondent, John Miller. Contained? but crazy. Contained, but crazy. That is, Believe it or not, that is what one reviewer of the podcast called me. Contained, but crazy. What does that even mean? Uh, Is that a good thing? Do you guys think that's a good thing? Contained, but crazy? Regardless, whoever left that comment, thank you so much for rating and reviewing the White House Brief podcast. We really appreciate it. I truly mean it. For those who haven't, please go on, Find our podcast, you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Google Play if you're one of the people who's been cursed to have an Android, right? You can find it on Omni, Spotify, all of them. Just go search White House Brief in the search bar, subscribe to it, rate it, and if you absolutely think it is the best, you can leave it a review. Okay, so Andrew Yang. This guy has thrown his hat into the ring of Democrats. And we literally mean the hat because all of his stupid supporters wear that stupid pink hat. And it's not the pussy hat. It's, a, it's like a different pink hat. I and mean, you can see it right there. The Yang 2020 hat. Now, as you can see, the son of the Taiwanese immigrants now has enough support in the polls to appear. Uh, th- I mean, this guy is appearing on the Democrat debate stage. So he's no longer small beans. And recently he drew a crowd of 3,000 supporters in San Francisco. And his brilliant plan is to have universal basic income for everyone. As his website explains, quote, in the next 12 years, one of three American workers is at risk of losing their jobs to new technologies. And unlike with previous waves of automation, this time new jobs will not appear quickly enough in large enough numbers to make up for it. Okay, fair. That's fair. So then why don't companies just not automate? I mean, your customers surely will appreciate it. I mean, how many times have you gotten on the phone and been like, oh, no, not this damn robot. Can I please speak with an agent? I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. Please try again and select an option from the menu. Get me on the phone with the damn person. And then, you know, you get some barely intelligible person in India, like three million miles away, who's more useless. And you're just like, can I get the robot back on, please? Because they were more helpful. The solution is companies should employ Real people here in America, real people who speak English. And while we're at it, you should stop hiring cheap foreign labor from Mexico. And sure, I mean, if you want to offer companies that hire people here in America with some tax incentives or something, I'm not totally opposed to that. I mean, there is some merit in that. There are actually a lot of ideas worth exploring. But there are some ideas that are not worth exploring. And one of those ideas is Mr. Yang's quote, To avoid an unprecedented crisis, we're going to have to find a new solution unlike anything we've done before. And that new solution is socialism, or as Yang defines it, universal basic income for all American adults. No strings attached, of course, a foundation on which a stable, prosperous and just society can be built. Stable, just and, pr- and prosperous. Does, I mean, that kind of sounds like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in a healthy, wealthy and moral society, blah, 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 blah. In order to deal with automation, we have to redistribute your money.
1: We should get to a point and we should uh, structure our systems, whether it's a tax rate, whether it's uh, distributing wealth that is created by automation. Um, If we talk, if we, if we approach solutions to our system and start entertaining ideas like that, then we should be excited about automation. Oh my gosh, should we? Well, that's what Andrew Yang is also suggesting. Everyone in the state of Alaska is getting between one and $2,000 a year, no questions asked. And what they're doing in Alaska with oil money, we can do for the rest of the country with technology money.
0: Yeah, just spread the technology and money around, spread it around like butter. Now, for those of you who say universal basic income is not socialism, because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of libertarians, people on the right talking about, oh, this isn't actually socialism. Tell me this. How is taking money from taxpayers and redistributing it as you see fit? How is that not socialism? I mean, that's socialism by nature. Now, you can argue that it is more streamlined socialism, but it's still socialism. Plus, Andrew Yang, this is a guy who admittedly doesn't like capitalism, quote, The focus on our economy should be to maximize human welfare, and sometimes this aligns with a purely capitalist approach where different entities compete for the best ideas. But there are plenty of times when a capitalist system leads to suboptimal outcomes. But then he denies that any of this is socialism. What do you say to Americans who hear this idea of universal basic income and think socialism? It sounds a lot like socialism to them.
1: Well, I'm a CEO and business person, and I'll, I'll tell you that putting money into people's hands, it's good for business. It's good for the economy. and It's good for markets. This is not socialism. This is where this is capitalism, where income doesn't start at zero.
0: Mm. I mean, that is almost as dumb as anything AOC has said. You can't just you can't just not start at zero. Where does the money come from to not start at zero? Magic. No, you have to take money from people and give it to others to not start them at zero. That's how it works. And you are screwing the people who worked for their money and rewarding those who didn't. And that is socialism. What does he mean? It's not socialism. It's not capitalism. Capitalism rewards the human beings who work hard, who innovate. This would reward human beings for doing nothing. Not to mention, if every American over the age of 18, they get free money in his or her pockets to the tune of $12,000 a year, that would cost the country about $3 trillion a year. And they claim that it actually it wouldn't cost this much, believe us. And in doing so, they actually make an argument that runs completely counter to the other argument for UBI, Which is that, Okay, well, it might be socialist in nature, but it would be a more streamlined form of socialism. We would get rid of all the paperwork that comes with all the different programs, and we would just cut one simple check each month. And yet here is Yang on Joe Rogan's podcast showing that that actually
1: won't happen under his plan to implement UBI. How do you get, let's say, approximately $3 trillion a year to fund universal basic income? And the great thing is that it's well. The first thing is it's not actually three trillion. And the reason why it's not three trillion is that if you look at what we're currently doing, we have uh, we're spending about 1.5 trillion right now on 126 welfare programs and social security. And so if you show up to someone's door and say, "Hey, here's a dividend of a thousand dollars a month," but if you're already getting more than a thousand dollars in stuff, we're not just going to stack it on top. Uh, you know, we're gonna just gonna say you're guaranteed a thousand and if you're already getting more then this doesn't touch you You can keep your current stuff. What? Oh, wait, Oh, wait, wait, wait,
0: so you're keeping all the current stuff and then you're adding this program in addition So basically what you're doing is you are putting a safety net underneath a safety net How does that make any sense? Hmm? That's not gonna streamline the system, Because remember, the best argument that I've heard for universal basic income is that, okay, while it has some elements of socialism, it is much better than our current entitlement system, which is fraught with waste, fraud, and abuse. And so UBI will replace existing social programs, knocking down the entitlement state as we know it. Now we find out that this Yang character, he doesn't even want to eliminate all of that. He just wants to add this on top of it. Hell no. Hell no, America. Now, there's not a whole bunch of empirical data as to how effective this is, but we know it's been tried, and where it's been tried, it didn't go over so well. Finland, they tried it. And guess what? What's happening in Finland? They are stopping the program because it ain't working. I mean, Finland. Finland, where they never saw a welfare program that they didn't just absolutely adore. The government programs there are as numerous as unplanned pregnancies with the freaking Kardashians. And yet with this UBI business, they're like, that's going to be a no for us, dog. I mean, if they can't swing it in their tiny little country of Finland, then what makes you think that we could get it done here? We can't and we shouldn't. Folks, Barry Yang, cut the crap. This guy is not a serious option. Now, of course, Yang is just another addition to the long list of terrible Dems running in 2020. And since none of them are any real competition for Trump, the White House brief team figured they'd have some fun and go around and ask to see how conservatives, including yours truly, rank the worst options from this group of clowns,
1: watch. We're going to rank the Democratic candidates for 2020 from bad to hellacious. I don't know (laughs) if I can actually do that, because it's like, hey, you wanna go to hell, which level? So I have five options here, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, and Amy Klobuchar. Wow. So I have to pick a least worst one from that? I know. It's tough. Amy Klobuchar would be really bad. Really? Why is that? Well, I mean, if you're working for her. Oh. She might throw a lamp at you. Of course. She might throw a binder at you, right? Uh, Cory Booker is just a, he's hysterical. (laughs) This is about the closest I'll probably ever have in my life to an I am Spartacus moment. So I would go uh, Kamala, Amy,
0: Corey, Elizabeth, Bernie. I'm gonna put The Socialist at the hellacious end of the scale. So I'm kinda going backwards. Then I'm gonna put uh, Kamala Harris, she's terrible. Uh, and she's a fake black.
1: Check the rhyme, A Tribe call Quest. You know I'm talking about Fife. <laughs>
0: so Kamala Harris is down there. And then Cory Booker is... Uh, Second or, second best,
1: best, and then Amy Klobuchar. You know, I'm going to have to say Bernie Sanders is my worst. Next worst would be Kamala Harris I, uh, because she's, for one thing, a pro-abortion radical. <laughs> then Klobuchar, you know, the stories about how she's abusive to her staff, that to me does matter because you can tell a lot about a person by how they treat their subordinates. And then so I guess Cory Booker would be Spartacus. So the least worst, maybe I'll say Elizabeth Warren because sometimes I find her unintentionally funny. The whole thing with the in the kitchen with the, uh, with the <laughs> beer.
0: Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me
1: um a beer. I think of them, Kamala Harris is the least bad.
0: Okay. She's the only one who's sworn off socialism.
1: There's Amy Klobuchar. Yeah, but she, she makes her staff shave her legs. <laughs> it's gross. All right, so then who's after Kamala Harris? Next least worst? Uh... <laughs> she's—I uh, guess Bernie, because he can't win. Bernie, yeah. Um, well, else? So Cory Booker and, and
0: Amy Klobuchar at the bottom. Elizabeth Warren.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Boring. None of them can win. Yeah. None
1: can
0: win? I know who could win on the Democrats side. Who? Michelle Obama.
1: Oh, I actually think she would be a good, good competitor. Yeah. yeah.
0: And there you have it, folks the, the one person who might actually have a shot, and she ain't even running. But if you're anything like me, you think the socialists are the real scary ones, the real hellacious ones. But then again, there really are no wrong answers in this game. Yes, there are. Let's cut the crap. Yes, there are. But let me know what you guys think. Let me know in the comments section where where you think the 2020 Dems stand from bad to hellacious. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please
1: rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.